hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Okay, we are back at it. Uh, I'm clearly exhausted. I've had a full day at California's Great America, LOL, (laughs) as part of like birthday, early birthday celebrations. Um, That's how I celebrate um, turning 30. I go to theme parks. Clearly, I have a problem. (laughs) Clearly. It's like, I don't want to get old, so I'm going (laughs) to pretend I'm a child again for the day. For Um, as many... Fucking days as possible in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. Um, I'm glad that you did something, although we need wine to be involved on your 30th birthday. It's kind of unacceptable that we haven't had a toast yet, but we will tomorrow. Um, It's just so excited for you to cross the threshold and join me in this land of old. Well, I feel like I've already joined you in several which ways. Like every time I text you with like, oh my God, my back is fucked up. Oh my God, I need to start doing mobility stretches and exercise. Things I never thought I would say in my entire life, like mobility stretches and exercises. Mm -hmm. My joints hurt. Like who knew that turning 30 was such a hellhole in regards to like your physical body deteriorating? I mean, I'm all I'm saying is all I'm saying is the day you turn 30, I'm telling you, it's all downhill from here. But you really should get into Pilates. If you're starting to like feel the creaks and stuff, I'm telling you, I, I implore you to join me in the Pilates world because it's so mm-hmm. low impact and you're like able to work on strength, but it's also like flexibility and just general conditioning. I think that it will be good for you to start in your 30th year. Okay. You know, I've done bar classes and I really like that. Not the same. Uh, fine. God. Um, no, it's but you not. also know, I, like when I go to work out, like I like to sweat and I don't know. Girl, I sweat. Okay. I'm not okay. going to, you're not going to be dripping. It's not like you're doing like a Peloton spin class. It's, it's not, it's like, I would, I would also implore anybody who's getting into Pilates, like you're going to have to incorporate way more cardio than I do. Cause I currently am incorporating zero. Um, if you want to like burn fat, it's not necessarily burn burning fat, but like mm-hmm. I feel so much stronger. I feel like my body is tighter and I I definitely just like, I feel better. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. okay. In the name of self-care, because we're all about it Ugh. <laughs> and turning 30 and joining me. I just wish self-care in my 30s was just about lounging. Like I wish that would, you know, improve mobility, but I guess. No, that's literally <laughs> the exact thing that you need to like not be doing. It's just I know. Like, I'm very well aware of that. Um, <laughs> that's what we don't want to do in our 30s because the more you just sit and lounge, the more I swear your bones just like and like seize up. Oh my God. So much to look forward to. It's going to be great. Your thirties are wonderful. It really is true. Your thirties are like your twenties, but with money. I mean, you're not, I mean, 
I guess well, you had money in your twenties. So <laughs> like I, I need you to be back. a better salesperson here. This is clearly why you were not in sales. <laughs> I, I resent that. <laughs> I resent that. I, I sell people kidding. the dream. That's true. You are very good at selling the dream, but I feel like when it comes to me and trying to sell me my thirties and what to look forward to, you're not selling it really hard right no, now. No, <laughs> I'm not selling it hard because and I'm not trying to sell it hard. I need to be very clear about that. <laughs> Because I'm older than you and I'm salty about it and I need you to feel a little bit mm. of pain. Mm. No, but no, but seriously, like I actually I really do enjoy my 30s. I don't want to continue getting older. Like I'm like, mm. once I hit like 34, I think I'll be okay to stop there and just coast. But so far, my 30s, and I've lived my 30s in a pandemic, have been pretty cool. Okay. I'll give it to you. It's like I'll, I'll you're it grown you. up. And you can also say shit like, oh, I can't get up from the couch. My back hurts and stuff. And like people are like, oh, it's because she's in her 30s. Not like, oh, what's wrong with her? <laughs> so it's fine. It's good. I'm, very, I'm excited. It's going to be good. We're going to be at a winery at some point in the next week, I hope, yes. I think. Um, celebrating you. Aww. And I'm so excited. My God, I can't believe it. 30 years. Yeah, I guess I just, I've never like made it a big thing. Like I like celebrating other people, but I, I'm sure you've noticed this. I'm not very good about celebrating myself. So um, I'm over here like, oh yeah, it's it's here. And people keep reminding me and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to be like my mom. My mom was like, you're 25. She's like, because I'm 50 and like, I can't have you be older than that unless like, you know, people are going to start asking questions. So I've stopped at 50 and you have officially stopped at 25. And I was like, okay, let's let's go with that. <laughs> Cool. Let's go with, I'm that, good with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> um, um, I love your mom so much. I know. She's such a hoot. Um, okay. So with that, other than my 30th and feeling like I'm getting older by the day, um, I think it's time for our basic pitch quickies for the week. Um, and for our listeners, yes. this is where we do top headlines of the week, um, things of note. We just give our two cents on them. And so we've got a few articles ready. Alina, are are you ready for this? I am very ready. I feel like we've got a pretty good docket of mm. stories and content that we need to work through. So let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Okay. So first things first, um, the article. So we're going to be doing our Kardashian family update, of course, but we're saving that for last this week. Um, There's a lot to unpack there. Oh, so much, so much. It's never ending, honestly. Um, but uh, to start us off, uh, our first article is social media is super unhappy with Yolanda Hadid after finding out Bella got a nose job at 14. Okay. So I think this is very, very fitting considering the episode that dropped last week, our episode on like cosmetic. Cosmetic, cosmetic <laughs> surgeries or cosmetic procedures and Botox and fillers. And I think in general, you know, Bella's from LA. And I feel like that's like a thing everywhere now, but it's like heightened, right? When you live in LA. And mm. I didn't think that that was real until like I went home and people from home were like, whoa, like you look different. And I'm like, thanks. I got new eyebrows and new lips and my Botox just fresh, just got it done. Um, but no. So, okay. First of all, the fact that anybody is surprised that this is like, oh, Bella's finally admitting that she got a nose job. Like, did we actually think for a second that she didn't? Because I know for a long time she claimed she had nothing done. And now she's like coming clean. It's like, Bella, we knew. 
Like we knew this whole time we fucking knew. Um, I also kind of find it surprising that her parents like allowed it at 14 because I feel like, so this is kind of off topic, but somewhat related. My little brother growing up, um, his nose basically was crooked. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wanted to do surgery on his nose to kind of help open up the airways. And the doctors actually said like, this is an option, but we'll do it later on. Like I think after 16 or 18, because apparently your nose is still growing. Um, and so I, I kind of find it interesting that a plastic surgeon said like, oh yeah, like let's operate on it at 14, knowing that like the facial features still are in development. Um, and you don't know if you were to do it at 14, like it would still be shifting and changing. Well, I mean, I feel like, again, the, the circles that the Hadids are running in, they, they probably did this like in their living room at a dinner party at, at like <laughs> a Paul Nassif's or something. So I'm not, I'm not that surprised by this. And, you know, I, I, I listen, she's, she was very young. 14 is yeah. very, very young to get anything done, especially yeah. something that sits on your face. However, mm. did you see her nose before? I get it. It wasn't that bad. Oh my God, it was awful. Maybe it was just the whole thing, right? Like she didn't have filler. She didn't have her like cat eyes done. When you're 14, like you are still developing. Do you remember how we looked when we were 14? I mean, I literally had this conversation. It wasn't good. (laughs) Stop. But seriously, I was literally having this conversation earlier today with my mom and little brother. And we were talking about age. And I was like, do I look 30, guys? And they're like, no, you don't even look 30. And I was like, I know. I don't look a day over 25. Um, And jokingly, um, my mom was like, yeah, you look just like you did when you were in high school. And my little brother, with a quickness, whipped his head to her. And he was like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, she looks way better than what she did in high school. And I was like, thank you. But it's true. It's like 14. Like we all were awkward and weird. And I feel like not many of us were able to like fill in properly or like grow into our features until we were, until we were much older. Okay. Don't disagree with that. Like, I, like I, I literally look at pictures of myself when I lived in Hong Kong, which is like two, two years and a quarter, like mm-hmm. one quarter, so three months. Um, oh my God, it was hideous. And that was when I was 30. So anyway, no, but if you look at Bella Hadid, I mean, we're not even going to talk about her jaw structure, the fact that her she has cheekbones now. She got, I think, PDO threads or ponytail facelift because like her eyes are suddenly these like beautiful cat eyes, which also, lo and behold, her best friend Kendall Jenner has now. Um, mm. But you can tell what's like baby fat. However, her nose was not great. She it wasn't, I'm, I'm not saying she's ugly. Right it just wasn't great. I'm looking at it too. It wasn't great. And so... I mean, you could just do like some contour work. I, I don't know. Like, but to go so excessively into... I don't know. I would have waited till I was 18 or like, at least if I were Yolanda and Muhammad Hadid, I would have just waited it out a little bit. But but remember that this is the mom, the, the mother who was on Real Housewives, like telling her daughters, yeah, like, what did true. you eat today? Because she didn't want them to gain weight. Like she was a model herself. She obviously felt the pressures of all of that I guess. going through it as a kid and, or whatever. It's a different and, and world. A adult and a mom. Yeah. I, I really do think a lot of it is just like the industry that they're in. And I, I'm a very big advocate for if it will make you feel better about yourself and you've done your research and you feel comfortable and all the above, go for it. I, yeah. I think- 14 is really young. Mm-hmm. I think, so I, I think it also depends like the procedure you're doing. So I know yeah. a lot of people who got like boobs for their 16th birthday. 
or their or like their high school graduation. That I think is really young. I think that's very yeah. young for so many reasons. Your body fluctuates. Like these girls probably like got their periods like two to four years prior to that. Um, I, I I think that that's one thing. I think that's yeah. something you can you can learn to live with, right? Like I kind of love having small boobs, but I'm definitely going to get a boob job one day. But I don't mind having small boobs as an adult. Um, yeah. But I, I think for something that's on your face and like she probably got teased, she probably felt like shit about it. I can understand like 16, I think if my if my daughter's nose was yeah. atrocious, I think I, I think I would be okay with it at 16, not 14. I don't know why that yeah, number is different is- to me. I think this is also just like different because a I think this is like a, a regional cultural difference as well as like an industry difference. Yes, like she knew she wanted to go into modeling. Her mom was a really popular model. Um, mm-hmm. Like her family is like ingrained in LA, like rich Beverly yeah, Hills social. culture. Yeah, so it's probably a lot more common than we think it is. So I think this is why it's like shocking for most people. Cause like, why would you do that? When in actuality yeah. for them, it's probably a lot of 14 year olds got work done that their parents approved of. Exactly. Um, they were all probably like and- swapping names of plastic surgeons they had worked with. So no, I'm telling you, they probably did it like in their bathroom <laughs> after a night at a dinner party. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the fact that this, I'm assuming was invasive, that makes it a much bigger deal. But like today, right? If my kid was again, 16, was like, mom, I hate this bump on my nose or whatever it is. Like, sure. Go get a non-surgical nose job. I don't, good for you. Just make sure you go to a doctor and that it looks good and you're not going to feel worse about it. Um, The other thing that I just thought about is, can you imagine being blood sisters with Bella, sorry, uh, with Gigi Hadid? I mean- that girl is flawless. Her, you know, as somebody who felt like insecure. But like, I wonder, did Gigi get any work done? I don't think so. I mean, I think she definitely got like fillers and stuff like that. But I don't, if she did, it was a lot more subtle. And I think that like she was, let, like her features weren't as harsh as Bella's were. She has like that softer, like little like innocent girl look and, um, I, I, I would fucking kill myself if I was sisters with Gigi Hadid. Mm. Like she is yeah. stunning. And again, Bella, it wasn't unattractive, but compared to Gigi, like they can't feel good. Yeah. I mean, I and Bella's older, that. I think, right? Oh, fuck. I think so. Yeah. I think Bella is older. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean. I'm looking at before and afters. It's hard also to tell like what's makeup and what isn't. Um, her nose mm-hmm. does look slimmer now, but that could also be that she just grew into her features. Um, her lips, no, definitely I mean, she got fillers. Definitely fillers she in got her lips, face. She got her eye, I think an eyebrow lift. She yes, definitely got her jaw filled and contoured. Yeah. She's had a lot, a lot of shit done. And that's fine, right? Like you're not, you're not ugly, you're just poor. That's all I'm going to say. Jesus Christ. So, okay. I mean, okay. it's kind of curious. It makes me think like if I were raised in that culture um, and if I were raised in LA amidst all of these people who like normalized it, like I wonder what kind of work I would have gotten done growing up. Oh, I I literally wanted everything done and my mom just said no. And it's not, it's not even normal in New York. That's the thing. Interesting. Like it's not, it's not, not a thing, but it's not normal. 
I wouldn't say. And I mean, the Bay Area, growing up up there, lit literally, it's it's nobody not a thing here. like at all gets anything Definitely done. Nothing. Yeah, so. it's it's not a thing. Well, There's no way. Um, okay. All right. On that note, I think we should move on, on to our next note. topic. Um, Hit so me. the next one is the Bachelor franchise update. So season finale aired, and I also think yes. this is timely considering our most recent. Um, topic around Clayton and his gaslighting antics. Um, apparently, Clayton. <laughs> I know. Susie and Clayton are together, but it was a very non-traditional way. I don't know if you watched the finale. I didn't. Um, essentially, he asked the two girls. So Susie left, of course. He then asked the other two girls to stay. They met his parents. He then had this moment where he was like, oh, but I really want Susie here. So then he went to Susie, told her that he wants her to like come back or he wants to date her. Um, And she was like, I'll think about it. And he ended up having to go back to the woman, even after Gabby, one of the girls, like was about to leave. She was like, I don't want to be Constellation Prize, essentially. And he persuaded her to fucking stay And then she met the parents and had to go through all of that and still be invested. And then he basically breaks up with both of them at the same time. At the same time. What? Yeah. At the same time. He literally doesn't even have the respect to have like individual conversations. He's just like, yeah, I've decided that like I want to be with Susie. And, you know, I said I love you to both of you way too soon. And I was intimate with both of you way too soon. Oh, no. It's so bad. Um, And then Gabby calls him the fuck out basically said like this was like an ego power trip for you because you wanted the ability to have the choice. I'm sure. Um, and I'm then sure. Rachel, the other girl, basically called him out during the season finale and was like, did you say that you love me just because you wanted to sleep with me? Just straight out <gasps> during the finale. <laughs> what did he say? How did he, wh- he come back? He was like, of course not. He's like, I did love you at the time or, you know, I thought I did or whatever it was that he said. Um, I just thought it was wild. And then the fact of the matter is, is that Susie comes on and apparently her and Clayton, you know, reignited their love because she ended up not going with him at the end of all of this. She was like, this is the end. Like, I, I don't see us like leaving here together. Um, and lo and behold, apparently they did keep in touch after the finale and um, now they're together. And he's about to like move in with her and stuff, which is just crazy considering like how he was showcased on live television. Um, Yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about that? I feel like good for them and I hope that they're really happy because I know that you said that like you, there was chemistry and you thought that they were going to be together Mm -hmm. um, throughout the whole season and then that whole like crazy gaslighting situation went down. Ew, have a little bit more self-respect, girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I really thought he should have, like, been left alone. Um, Look, everybody has their bad days, but I think in particular, like, his patterns throughout this series, throughout this show, throughout this past few episodes we've seen, it has been weird. Like, the fact that he told all these women he loved them, and then, but really, he was in love with Susie this whole time, and we all knew that. Um, And then for him to literally break up with these women together, not even, like, respect them enough to have individual conversations, and the fact that he decided to be intimate with all of them, too, and on top of that, like, the gaslighting, like, the way that he handled conflict was very strange. I hope he goes to therapy. So well, that I mean, like he, they can actually be successful in whatever it is that they decide to pursue together. 
Yeah, I mean, he just he doesn't sound like he is like a well-adjusted normal human being. He doesn't sound like he's a good no, guy not at, all. at no. the end of the day. And I think that's really sad for the Susie character uh, because she's made herself look like a fucking idiot as well. Yeah. No, no, no. And I think a lot of people, the people in the audience, like that was what was wild is when people heard that Susie and Clayton were together. Everyone was like <laughs> in the live audience that they have at the finale. <laughs> Everyone uh, couldn't believe it. Do you, but okay, but going back really quickly before we move on, you said early on that you felt like this was it. So, yeah. How do you feel about it? Are you like happy for them at the end of the day? Like, you know, put aside everything about him being a piece of shit. Just tell me more about how you feel about it. No. I don't know. I think it's Can't really hard for it. me to like remove my feelings of how that interaction went down. Mm. Um, because for me, those are just like signs of like narcissistic tendencies. And as you know, that that's a big fucking trigger for me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, right. And so for me, I just like, I no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I, I okay. hope I, I want everyone to be happy. And I hope that it was just a very, you know, small mistake or, you know, um, a bad day or whatever it is. That's what we're calling it. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. So that like, I don't feel like she's, you know, signing up to be with like a narcissistic, potentially abusive asshole. Um, I wish them the best. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I will say the interesting thing that did happen out of the season finale was the announcement that there are two women leads for the next season of Bachelorette. And it is both Gabby and Rachel. Yes. Okay. So I saw this announced and I wanted to ask you about this in particular. Um, So are they doing it kind of like the season when there was Michelle and why am I blanking right now? Who was the... I know who you're talking about. I don't remember her name though. (laughs) Shows you how invested I was then. Wait, weren't there two bachelorettes? So they were actually like back-to-back seasons, I think that they did. Exactly. Um, Go, Katie. This hello. Oh yeah, Katie. Whoops. Um, so interestingly enough, when they made the announcement, apparently Gabby and Rachel didn't have any of the logistics, um, and they were even asking, like, "What is it going to look like? What is this going to be?" Um, I personally, my perspective on this, I think that they're going to actually make it complicated by having thirty men vying for the both of them to like create some kind of tension even between the women. Like let's say that they both fall in love for the same guy. Yeah, I was going to say, is it going to be almost like a competition? Yeah. I, I, I think that that's what they're aiming for. But once again, I don't know because they didn't share anything during the finale. I feel like they've lost the plot without uh, Chris Harrison. (laughs) They need him to come Mm. back and like rein them in because they're trying shit. They're getting out of hands. Like, no, you have a model. It works. Don't don't fuck with it, guys. Like, what are you doing? That'll be so weird. And like, to your point, yeah, do they have a pact? I guess it's kind of like Joe Millionaire in a sense, though, right? Like that model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is. But I just, I don't know. I I mean, I hope they both have very different taste in men. Like, let's just put it that way. <laughs> like, I kind of wonder how they pick the contestants because for me, it's like if they're putting into consideration the likes and dislikes of every person that is a bachelor yeah. or bachelorette, I'd be like, okay, like this is easily avoidable or like they can 
get enough variety that it won't be a problem. But I think that they're intentionally doing it because they want this kind of drama. Like I can already see producers Uh. creating storylines. So from what I know, they do consider that. They do take into consideration, you know, like I tend to gravitate towards tall, dark, and handsome, whatever. They're obviously going to mix it up, but um, I think that they do. Mm. But I'm also inclined to think like they came from the same season. So do they not like douchey white football player-esque assholes? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure some of these men too, like let's say Gabby likes one, but they're probably going to come in being like, I like Gabby or I like Rachel. Right, already yeah. from the get-go. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when does this air? I have no fucking idea. No idea. Okay. All I know is that they've announced the two and they haven't provided any logistical details about how this is going to go down. Well, they probably I'm kind of don't excited. have them. <laughs> I, kinda, I just want to see it. I'm going to see how this plays out. I want to see the um, drama. Give it to me. <laughs> we're ready. Um, ready. Awesome. Well, as I guess as soon as we hear anything else about this, we will update you all. Yes. Um, and I will okay. I will watch that season. I know I keep saying I that, but I'm gonna watch it. I, I'm I'm in the middle of euphoria. It's like so <gasps> heavy and dark and depressing. Finally, oh, you're finally watching. <sighs> finally, we just watched the last episode of season one. I love that one. It is so much, and then it becomes a musical at the end, and like yes. I, I like also Mark is officially like officially like I don't want kids. Um, so thank you, um, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, but I mean, that's at the same time, I'm like, fuck, do I want, do I really want kids? Like, is this what happens right. in the world tonight? I feel like it might be, it must be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, also, it's so dark. Speaking, it is, it is, but it's also like, I don't know. I just really love how the cinematography of this show. I oh, love amazing. the music choices. It yes. is just so beautifully done. And then you'll see the difference between the first season and the second season with the shift in cinematography. Um, it's oh. really beautiful. Really beautiful what they do. So you um, like the second better than the first? I There are a couple of episodes that I absolutely... So the first season was good. I loved the last oh. episode of the first season. Um, and I love that musical number. Um, second so season, random. you know what though? I, I loved it. I thought it was very artistic. And for me, I love Zendaya and I love her voice. And I think Labyrinth is a oh, she's wonderful amazing. music producer. Um, and so I thought it was so well done to kind of showcase her falling back into her ways, right? Like relapsing. Um, oh. Oh, so beautifully done. Um, I do say though, the second season, there are definitely some episodes that are like all time favorites and you will see the one episode. Okay. You'll, you'll see it's solely focused on Zendaya. You're going to, okay. yeah, just tell me when you're okay. done and then we can have a phone call about it. It's amazing. Okay. Um, okay. I, I so, got like one episode a night in me before I want to like literally like kill myself. So it's it's, it'll take it's me about 10, 10 weeks or 10 nights. Um, I will um, say okay. though, one of the things yes. I wanted to do for my birthday was do a euphoria themed outing. So like we all dress up like hoes. So I would dress up as Maddie because clearly I'm Maddie. Let's be real. <laughs> I can be Cassie who talks like this. Like, she has no like, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, oh okay. God. Lexi, it's because you're shy, Lexi. Like, that's literally, like, what? (laughs) Huh? Maybe, no, you know what? I know know what my costume's going to be. I'm going to come as Bob Ross. 
Oh my God, stop. I like Lexi. <laughs> she is actually really cute. Um, yeah, that's nepotism at its finest because she's uh, Judd, Judd Apatow's daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Leslie Mann. Yeah. She's insane. I mean, I love that they gave her like the one innocent. Oh, I like know. She got the one, the one innocent person. Um, also, I'm obsessed with the little one, the little, the little nugget that's like the funniest Aww. one. What's his name? Um, so not F- is it Fez? No, Fez no, his brother. And um, what do they call him? Uh, Fez and what do they call him? Oh my god, why am I blinking on his name? Okay, don't don't Ash look it up. Ashtray. Ashtray. There we go. Sorry, I had to. He is so funny. He's by far the best character. He's I so think. cute. He's so cute. I love He's him. He's so cute. Okay. 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 I'm so excited. Let's go into- I'm going to be Barbie or whatever her name is, Cat. Okay. But okay. okay. I digress. And it is time. It is time. For the we segment do- of the segments. <laughs> the Kardashian, Kardashian family family update. update. <laughs> um, yeah. This is a big one. So... We've got like four things to note here. Um, At least. Shall we just like list them all out and then like just start talking about it? Or should we yes. go one by one? Okay. No, I think we should yeah. just like so much happen. It's kind of crazy because it has only been a week since yeah. we've discussed this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's, uh, it's a little crazy. Okay. So the Yay and Pete Davidson text situation that got leaked. Um, then there's the Kanye, how Kanye basically got banned from Instagram for 24 hours because of his like rampage over Trevor Noah. Um, there's also, you know, Kanye West got pulled from the Grammys performance lineup due to his concerning online behavior. Um, then there's Pete, apparently, you know, Kim did this uh, interview with Ellen DeGeneres and I guess it, she said that, you know, Pete has a couple of tattoos related to her on his body, but apparently he went and got his name, her name branded on his chest. Um, and then of course the trailer for the Kardashian show on Hulu dropped and we got to see a little snippet that Courtney and Travis are trying for a baby. Uh, Okay. A lot. (laughs) A lot is there. (laughs) There's a lot there. Okay. Where do we even start? Maybe we can like touch on the Courtney and Travis thing really quickly because I feel yeah. like that's like, whoa, a lot, but also, you know, the rest is all bundled, if you will. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts about that? Uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like she's in love mm-hmm. with him. They're going to get married. Um, I feel like Courtney has been wanting another baby. Like yeah. she did the, I, she did the like, um, not IVF. She got her eggs fr- freezed um, for this very freezed. purpose of like. <laughs> she got them fro- freezed? She got them fr- <laughs> She got her eggs froze. Wow. Oh my God. (laughs) Clearly it has been a long day, y'all. She went and had her eggs frozen. (laughs) She got her eggs frozen. Can you? Okay. My nose is frozen. My toes are froze. (laughs) That's from 101 It's been a long fucking day. Thank you very much. So Um, she did IVF and she did an egg retrieval and froze her eggs. That's what we're trying to say. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I got you, girl. Clearly, I'm not the brain today. Uh, um, yes, so she did all of that. Um, so I, I, it makes sense to me. Like, I, I feel like she's been wanting a kid, and I think she's been waiting for Scott to get his shit together. And now that she's found the love of, love of her life in Travis, um, it, 
I can understand why she's pursuing wanting to have a baby with him. Yeah, no, I mean, and and I feel like a big reason for, because what, he has two, she has three, so it's already five. That would be six babies if they have one. Yeah. Or six kids in the house. I feel like my initial inclination is like, why? <laughs> why would you want six kids? But I also feel like when it's a blended family situation, you know, that is different. Um, and then on top of it, they're like ungodly rich and wealthy. And so like what six kids, you know what I'm saying? Like they have the resources and time and nannies and money and all the above. So I think that's amazing. And I'm really interested to see if it happens. Um, I'm also ready to find out like, when are they getting married? What, what is the wedding? I feel like it's going to be Gothic themed or emo or something, which I'm not sure how I feel about, but um, I'm just ready for them to like to do it. Cause I feel like they've actually kept it somehow very under wraps. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is just I think that they're them. planning it. They said that they, they are, are planning it, but we don't know shit. And I think they're yeah. saving it for the show. They're like just trying to hype uh, up the show. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, people want to know. And so we'll just, we'll like leave it hanging and like leave little snippets yeah. about like media outlets. But really we won't say anything because we want people to watch the, the, the new show. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, well, happy for good them luck nonetheless. to you both. Very happy. Yeah. Courtney, if you're listening, make sure you drink Gatorade and Pedialyte. Oh, she already did the retrieval. Forget about it. Uh, you don't need my advice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't need my advice. Um, okay. I think Kanye the big one that we... Pete. Yes. Just Kanye and Pete. Like, th- this is a hot mess and it just keeps devolving. But I think my biggest question for you... So as we all know, Yay and Pete Davidson had some words via text. Uh-huh. Um, and Pete really came swinging. And I think... I have so much more respect for him now. I've, I mean, I've always liked Pete, but I think this just showed me like he's like a um, man. You know what I mean? Like he went and defended Kim, talked about how she's an amazing mother and was just like, are you ready to have like a man-to-man talk to like really hash this out? He's like, the kids shouldn't have to be in the middle of this. Like Kim's a great mother, blah, blah. So apparently I was reading an article that Kim didn't want him to get involved at all, but she's actually kind of happy he did like in regards to like showing support um, to her um, or being supportive in that capacity. Um, what do you think? You want to know what I really think? Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> yep, go ahead. Go for it. I think it's all a fucking farce. Really? Conspiracy theory? No, it's not a conspiracy theory. I think it's literally a farce because, quite frankly, why is Pete, like, knowing the like the global stage that this is on, knowing how unhinged Kanye is, knowing how sensitive it is. If you really don't want the media involved, you really don't want the photographers there. That's why you didn't go to Sunday service when he invited you to talk to him man to man, knowing that this shit is already blowing up, that it's going to continue to blow up. You're going to screenshot this and send it to your friend. That's then going to quote unquote leak it to the media. Get the fuck out of here. Like, dude, what do you expect? What do you expect is going to happen if you're going around sending your screenshots of text messages? That's number one. Um, I also just feel like, yeah, like that just that feels a little bit coincidental. We'll say, and he's taking a beating from Yay, and so I think that there's most likely yes, there is a part of this that is about optics, right? Like he doesn't want to seem like a little bitch boy in front of the media because he hasn't said anything and Ye has been like ripping into him. So I think this was his way of being like, I'm not going to take it. And like, I have to change the optics or the narrative around this stuff too. That like, 
I am actually defending myself because we haven't seen Pete defend himself or Kim for that matter throughout all of this debacle because of how unhinged Kanye has been. Yeah. I will say though, even though yes, to some degree it is a farce, I did love the part where he like, when Kanye was like, where are you right now? He was like in bed with your wife. I died. Okay, so I okay, I literally no, died. <laughs> but okay, but again, like you know this guy. I I don't like sure it was witty, but I I was really bothered by that actually because I was just like this is such this situation has like escalated so much at yeah. this point that like you know, like Trevor Noah, I don't know if you watched his like basically the whole monologue thing. Yeah. about it. I saw um, it. But, you know, like we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. I know that we've talked about like our, our I think a lot of people's cons- genuine concern for like Kim and the kids and their safety at this point. Like I get not wanting to be seen as a little bitch, but I also think that like that was a little bit irresponsible to a sense, to a degree, right? Where it's like, yeah. we know that this is already so hypersensitive and like Kanye is unraveling very, very quickly and you don't know what he's going to do. And, you know, yep. You just don't know to mm-hmm. do that. It felt a little bit like you're not helping the situation. And I, can, I can't I can see how that does anything besides enable Pete to like feel good about himself for 10 minutes or yeah. three days, whatever it is, like whatever it's, the news cycle was. But I don't know. It's basically I, adding fuel to the flame. Exactly. And also yeah. calling her his wife. I know that was, I was like, excuse me, sir. What are you So doing? again, I think that this is a little bit more, I'm not, I know that she's legally single, but I don't know. I just think it was a little bit more like coerced stage. Or maybe he was like trying to like jab the knife in a little bit. Yeah, but who? By saying wife. But yeah, no, okay, I agree. It's well, playing well, with fire. No offense, playing with but fire. like Pete, that is just like you being a little fucking... 28 year old and showing how how immature you are in the situation right because Wait, again this is a he? really he's 28 no please don't be no yes no you think that he's no. really like <gasps> he's younger than me uh-huh what the correct fuck? So, right. So you see what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't know. Like, I get it. You you don't take things seriously. Blah, 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 blah. You laugh that he decapitated you in a video. But like, like, this is not little boy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is serious. And I think that that's, I don't know. I just, I just think it actually made him look really immature personally. Um, mm. On, on the note, <laughs> do you feel differently now knowing how young, how young he is or no? Yeah, I mean, I guess I just didn't really... I thought he was in his 30s. I don't know why I thought he was in his 30s. Um, no. That is... Dating a 41-year-old. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, um, I guess, like more immature-ish behavior. Yeah, you know, and I mean, again, I guess to your the point... Stakes. Yeah, and I guess to your point, like I didn't think about... For me, I was just like really thinking about how savage the text conversation was. That like oh, I was yeah. really hoping it was him like really coming in to defend her. Um, but now thinking about it, like, yeah, this makes sense. It probably is a farce and probably is something that's lending to the popularity or the rage or excitement around the new Kardashian show. And they're just trying to get hype up for that. The so. new Kardashian show, Pete Davidson has a movie coming out. Like mm-hmm. I actually tried to look up whether or not he was managed by Chris. Ooh, look at you. I like that. And I couldn't find anything definitive. So TBD, I need to do more research, but 
Interesting. I'm just like, what the fuck is she doing with him? And like, I will say watching her briefly on Ellen, she seems lighter. She seems happier. She doesn't seem like she's like. She looks like she's getting dick down like real good. (laughs) Like, let's be real. Like no, for sure, girl. For sure, is she looks so some good pipe. Normal. Like I'm, I'm a just, I'm gonna be real. <laughs> like I just watching oh her, I was god. like, oh my god, girl, you getting dick, aren't you? Like that's what I was thinking when I was watching. No, that show. seriously, she she seems like a different person. She's just like yeah. she's like smiling again and laughing. But whereas I feel like when she was with Kanye, she always had to have that like like solemn look that always- he has. Walking on eggshells because also yeah. it's like she's gonna have to answer for his behavior, right? Hundred percent. And now she doesn't have that anymore. She's like, I'm living no. my fucking life. I only talk about yeah. Me I mean, now. she Thank also you. went like balls to the wall and went for like whatever. Yeah. Um. No. So I. Speaking of that interview, though. Yeah. God. Can uh-huh. we talk about the whole tat situation? But also the fact that apparently tats weren't enough to showcase his love. And he decided to get her name branded on his chest. How, how do we feel about that? I mean, I, I think everyone expresses themselves differently. Um, I'm so confused though, because I thought that he had this whole thing that he is removing all of his tattoos and now he's getting more. Um, I think it's weird. And I also feel like Kim, girl... You're going from one fucking head case to another because that is not normal behavior to get someone's name tattooed on you after a couple of days. Sure, I'm sure it works out sometimes, generally speaking. And like we know that Pete struggles with some mental health issues already. So I don't say that lightly, but like, yeah, is this really getting, what you need? You need yeah. to, you need to like be dating like a hedge fund manager, someone somewhat normal that like has a normal life that is not, that's rich but not in the entertainment industry that just like have a normal life for a little bit. I, yeah. What about I you? Mean, I, I really don't know how to feel about it. When I first was listening to the interview and she said that he essentially got these tats and he was like, I want something more because I get tats of everything in my life. He's like, I want to show the importance of you in my life. And when she said that he got it branded on him, like all I could think of was like a cow getting a little, yeah, like one of those like steering brands on them. Um, And that's all I could think of. And I was like, why would you, (sighs) but like you said, everybody expresses themselves differently. So I'm trying not to judge. Um, I don't know how I would feel if a guy decided to get my name branded on his body because that's that's scars like that is forever. Well, and knowing she his, said, knowing his like precedent with women, correct. His precedent with what? women, his mental health challenges. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Wait. So she literally said, and I quote: "I just think he was like quote." I want something that's there that I can't get rid of, dot, dot, dot. I don't want to be able to get rid of it or to cover it up. I just want it there as a scar on me. If someone says that to me, I am running so the fucking other way. fast. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's what Kim needs right now. She saw Courtney, you know, going for the white rocker boy look and... Was like, oh, let me let me try that out, and that's the type of love she's feeling that she's into right now. Oh my God. 
Oh my God. I saw someone that was like, whoever opened up like the portal allowing like weird emo rocker guys to date beautiful women needs to like close that shit up right now. Um, Like I just can't uh, with Megan Fox and MGK. Like Megan Fox is gorgeous. Um, And then Courtney and Travis and now like Kim came. Yeah. It's okay. I, I, you know, I, I I don't know. I have like no words. Cause like, here's the thing. Like I've always had a thing for like skinny white dudes who are a little on the rocker side. You know what I mean? Like, Sure. It's like an aesthetic and it's like a preference. I don't mind it. It's just, it seems very fishy to me that this is now becoming a trend. I think that's what it is. Is it's like, it's like the trendy thing in a sense, because we're seeing so many couples who are that aesthetic that are like getting together. Um, And I think it's also a little fishy that it was like Courtney and Travis. And then now it's like Kim and, and Pete. Well, I wonder if it's more that like, now some of these like successful, beautiful women that people idolize for, you know, whatever reason or a lot of reasons. Yeah. Now that they made it okay mm-hmm. to date the guy that maybe you traditionally wouldn't. Are like are people now stepping out of the the idea that like they have to date a like man's man or like they can't date a guy that wears like nail polish. Meanwhile, Machine Gun Kelly has a fucking nail polish line. Like I, I feel like it's just, I think it's a little bit of both. I don't know. There's a part of me that doesn't necessarily like believe that because I feel like these types of romances have been common throughout the ages. Like it's not like, Kim wouldn't be able to go with someone who was like that. Um, she also likes she the could. attention of it too. She could, but I feel like she wouldn't necessarily do it before. Because that's very jarring for people to see her go from like Kanye West to Pete Davidson. So you mean like these women are growing into their like, I don't give a fuck what people say about me phase. And that's why they're like following their intuition and actually going for the people yeah, who they also wouldn't go for. Yes, but I also do feel like it's coincidence that they both happen to go for like the same guy. So you think it's a coincidence and it's, there's not like an actual like conspiracy theory here. I, I don't Well, I think the conspiracy theory is that I'm fairly certain Chris Jenner manages someone who manages someone that manages Pete Davidson. And I think I'm not saying she doesn't have a hand in all this. Um, but no, I'm, I, I'm saying I, I, I don't think it's a, conspiracy but I I don't know how I feel about it I mean let's see I I feel like yeah I mean I just I hope that they both find happiness Um, and it will be interesting to see if these two end up together forever you know what I mean like I think that would be interesting they're not and then he's gonna cover up his fucking brand with something else as he does like because he's a child I, just, I can say that I'm in my thirties. He's 28. I just can't get over. It. Okay. Anyways, I think right. enough, enough about Pete, but, um, I think we should just go on to Kanye. Um, yep. so apparently he got banned from Instagram for 24 hours. I thought it was going to be much longer, but okay, we'll go with 24 hours. Um, and he got pulled from, uh, Grammy's performance because of his behavior, which in my mind, it's like, do stupid shit and see what happens. And like, there you go. That that's what happens. Kanye. Yeah. I do think it's interesting though that like nobody was fucking doing anything about this until Trevor Noah came out and drew Mm -hmm. the parallels like, you know, 
drew the, yeah, like the parallels between his mother being shot in the fucking head due to domestic violence. And, and, and now suddenly people are taking action, right? Like he was banned from the Grammys, um, even though he was nominated for five Grammys. So I feel like, I don't know how long ago that was decided, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like it's, it's, it's interesting to me how everybody thought it was, it was not a big deal, blah, 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 blah. Just Kanye. Kanye's being Kanye. And then suddenly somebody addressed the elephant in the room and had the balls to finally say something to say like, this is fucking abuse. Like this is domestic violence. Yeah. And now suddenly like, you know, the other shit was dropping, which good for you, Trevor Noah. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I use this platform for good. Sorry. Yeah. I think uh, Kanye thought that he was invincible um, and that his fans would come to his, you know, to be there in support of Mm -hmm. him, even though he got, you know, banned from these forums. Um, But I think it's, you know, the day of reckoning has, has come, sir. Um, Yeah. Because it's scary. Like his behavior is gone from just like being annoying and like, whatever you want to criticize her mothering skills. Fine. Because I think most people can, can see that like, it's just him being nitpicky and shit. Like it's, you can see it for what it is. But I feel like he's gone from like just being kind of annoying and like a, like a like a gnat, you know, to being mm. scary. Yeah, 100%. Like, no, I agree with you. Threatening Pete in his lyrics in that video. Um, just didn't he also, um, I didn't read it before it was deleted and I, I haven't had a chance to Google it, I guess. But didn't he like come after Trevor Noah after that whole thing too? Yeah. That was the whole reason why he got banned off of Instagram yeah. was because of okay. his like whole thing with Trevor. And then he, I guess, like delete. He went on like a rampage. I mean, pretty um, And then deleted all of the posts. But um, yeah, I just, I'm hoping Kanye really takes this time to reflect and gets the help that he needs because at the end of the day, like you know, your kids are seeing this and who are you really hurting throughout yeah. all of this? It is your kids, you know, like mm-hmm. you can have a conflict with Kim, fine. But at the end of the day, you know what kind of a platform you have, you know, the level of audience that you have and you know that yeah. your kids are seeing this stuff and they can't get away from it no matter what, no matter how much you try to shield them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the fact that he's doing this so recklessly and not putting them into consideration throughout mm-hmm. all this, I think that's that's what kills me. Um, also, yes, I do believe his his behavior is particularly alarming. Um, and like, I think that it's, I mean, I don't know how to word this. I think it's good that it's bringing attention to these issues on a broader platform. Yeah. And I think it's, it's going to sound so shitty, but like Kim is in a sense like a martyr for bringing this on a larger platform, but she also has the funds to protect herself too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lots of people who go through this situation do not have the funds. And unfortunately our legal system do not protect people who are in domestic violence abuse mm-hmm. cases in the ways that it, it, it should be done. Yeah. Um, and so well, that's like what Trevor Noah said, right? He was like, yeah. if Kim Kardashian, literally one of the richest women in the world can't help herself. Yeah. You think anyone can? So yeah, exactly. And so, there's a part of me that wants to see the positives in all of this, in the sense that at least it's bringing to light some of these issues, and hopefully, mm-hmm. like, it can you know 
impact like grassroots campaigns or grassroots efforts to to get this more into the know and to help with like funding and to help with like um you know legalities and changing the laws and policies et cetera et cetera um because this is this has kind of been a wild ride because I feel like it's been weeks now that we keep having to bring this up. Um, We have a whole segment because of it. Exactly. (laughs) Thanks. Yay. But also at the same time, like, can you like just slow it down so we don't have content related to anymore? Cause like even I'm getting sick of OS. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. It's, it's like, it's exhausting and it's like, okay. Yeah. How much more? The one thing I am here for though is Jake, Jake Logan, Jake Paul. What's his name? Logan Paul. Jake. Uh, no, because Logan Paul, I think, is his brother, and then there's Jake Paul. So it's like they're two, they're two brothers. Okay, whichever one of them, which is the I one that boxes? Jake. Jake. Yeah, I think it was Jake. Was it Jake? Yes, I think it was Jake. Well, he made an offer to Pete and Kanye to fight to fight it out in the boxing ring. And he was like, I just, you know, it was kind of cute how he was like, oh, I just want to, like, I'm doing it for the kids, right? Like, I, I don't want their kids to have to see this. So like, let's just get it over with. And he offered them yeah. 60 mil. I'll fucking watch Which, that. Also, who, like, how did you get this money, sir? He made the money from boxing. Oh, when he got his ass beaten after one round. Well, he, no, he like does it a lot now. Like, that's did crazy you know that? to me. Well, yeah, I he, knew that he, he boxes, like done like, some regularly. I didn't know huh? he was doing it regularly. I knew that he did it as like a one-time thing and he got his ass beat in the first round. Well, it was um, by um not Mike Tyson. What? I know who you're talking about. Uh, um Oh my god. Mayweather. Yes, Floyd May- Mayweather. Yes. Yeah. Oh wait. This is at his net worth is 30 mil. I'm unsure how he's offering sixty million. Anyway, it's probably like for like pay per view, like the money that it would get through the pay per view, because it's probably like a a paid content that people would would um, pay for to watch. Wait, hold on. Now I see that he's worth a hundred. Whatever. Regardless, I'm here for it. We're done. One battle. Whoever loses gets branded. We'll be there to cover it all. Thing. I think on that note, I think we should just leave it on that note. Like, that was a perfect way to end That's this segment. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm like, thanks for the content, but we're over your ass. Um, with that, I wanted to just kind of shout out that I'm so excited for our listeners to hear the next couple of episodes that we have lined up on yes. our like weekly, the regular scheduled program. Um, this week in particular, I think folks are go- going to be like super interested. It's really fun. We actually a had... shocked. <laughs> shocked. Let's be real. Um, let's just say that my name or like my, my title as the vanilla bitch on this podcast is like yes, solidified. Um, but we are so fortunate that we invited Maddie's good friend Angelica onto the podcast to chat with us about everything from celebrity sex tapes to Disney to My Little Pony butt plugs. Mm-hmm. Let's just say um, it is definitely not safe for work. I am going to text my mother right now and please ask her to refrain from listening. But if you've ever wanted to know like what the fuck goes on in the mind of an adult 
entertainment industry person a cam girl um that's you know uh, like give it a listen i think it's really cool angelica is amazing one of the things that came out of it for me was like wow she's really fucking nice and very cool and funny and um and i think our listeners are gonna love it so just wanted to give everyone a heads up there um yes definitely not safe for work like i just want to (laughs) emphasize to our listeners that if you are a little bit more on the conservative side i would recommend skipping these next couple of episodes Um, it's okay we'll give you a pass we won't be mad it's actually really great content. You know, we talk about Pamela Anderson, we're talking about celebrity sex tapes and overall sort of the evolution of the porn and adult entertainment industry with the rise of the internet. Um, And Angelica Swiss really brings in some really great perspective on all of that since that is her day-to-day work. Um, And as Alina mentioned, um, lots to learn, lots to go through, very, very um, mature rating on this episode. So <laughs> once again, we hope you all enjoy it. Um, and we can't wait to to hear from you guys in our DMs on Twitter and um and so on and so forth. So uh we'll uh we'll we'll see you guys on Wednesday. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on the basic in the brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next bit on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic and the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye. <laughs>